in a house where they they walked in and all of a sudden they went up and then they went back down. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's another reason to have a good foundation, right? So the function is that we need, we need to be solid. It needs to be something that's not going to be shaken easily and it's not going to move, right? So first thing I'm going to do when I come into a site, when I've got a lot, I'm going to clear out any debris because what does that debris do? <coughs> It's going to create holes in my foundation, right? So we want to clear that away. And then we want to dig down. We want to dig down. A lot of my foundations, they'll go down. Like this last one, it's, it's still, this is kind of timely. Dee's going to help me out. Uh, we just did a foundation like last week, last two weeks. And so we dug down about four feet. We put in a little bit of structural fill around the, around the, where the footer goes. And then we laid down our, uh, we set our footers, right? Now, the footer is about, a, we, I always do mine about two feet. I like a lot of room because I make mistakes. So if you're going you're gonna to judge, I'm just going to say right now, I make a lot of mistakes. I'm not going to do an 18-inch footer. Fred, what's a footer? So your footer is going to be eight, 8 inches by 24 inches, and it's going to run all the way around where your foundation is going to go. What's made out of? Concrete, and we'll get to that. So, so bear with me. Sorry, I, I know, I know that uh, some of this stuff is is a little a little bit um, maybe out of order. So you can set your footer down. You can set your forms, and you want to square them up, right? Because you don't want to be out of square. You've seen out of square houses, I'm sure. <laughs> and so what I use is I use uh, the Pythagorean theorem. Does anybody know what the Pythagorean theorem is? C squared is C squared. C squared, exactly. Now I don't do it in my head. I have a calculator right here, and I can do that. It's like those teachers told us. You're not going to have, anybody heard that? You're not going to have a calculator with your whole life, right? <laughs> we showed them. <laughs> so we set our footers, and we, and we squared up. Okay? Then we're going to pour them. We're going to put rebar in. Normally, three lines of rebar, running it, and then we'll have others to go in, uh, the other way on it every so often. And we're going to pour that. And then we're also going to set verticals when we pour. It's, it's, it's going to have a little J-hook on it. It's going to run into the concrete. It's going to sit up every 32 inches on its end. Yeah. And we're going to set, after that cures, we're going to set the wall forms. Now, what I, other people have used, um, some people have a, these really fancy aluminum forms that you can use. I use really not so fancy Lego blocks, basically. basically. And it's just a, it's called an ICF block, which is a um, styrofoam block. And they, they go together, it's easy peasy, one and done. So you set those, we set rebar in those. Every single course, there's 15 inches in every single course, gets a roll of rebar. And those tie into your verticals. Then we level that off and we pour it. We pour concrete in that as well. And that's a 4,000 PSI. Whatever that means, I don't really care because it doesn't matter to me. Concrete. We pour that in there. And then we build on that. So now, so let me back up one step. And we put, after, while that concrete is still wet, we put J-bolts in it. And that's just a little half-inch bolt. It's got some threads on the end. It's got a little J on that, very, very bottom of it. 
We stick that in the concrete and we make sure that that's sitting there every six foot on center. Doesn't have to be exact, but ish. Six foot on center all the way around the, your foundation. And then we put on what's called, so now we're going to build on it, right? So we got our foundation in the ground, it's all backfilled. Uh, our dirt guy comes in, because I'm not the dirt guy. Dirt guy comes in and he backfills all the way around the foundation. So now all I have is a crawl stick. Not, this one I have about well, 48 tall from foot or up. First thing we put on is our sill plate. Okay? That's your 2x6 or 2x8. Some people use 2x8. Then, then you, you bolt that down. On, that's what your J-bolts are for. You bolt that down to your, your foundation. Then you put your rim joist on. Rim joist is inch and a quarter by 11 and 7 eighths by 16 foot long. You're going to put that all the way around vertically, setting on edge all the way around your foundation. And some people do this differently, so what I'm saying is not necessarily right, because my industry is really good at saying other guys are doing things wrong, but there's just a different way to do it. Then you're going to put, after you put those in, you can put your eye joists in. That's two and a quarter by 11 and 7 eighths tall. And they're going to run however far you need them to run. Across, that's your, your, those are your, your floor joints. So what you set, everything you walk on in your house is on a floor joist, unless you're flat on grade, which would be concrete. And you put your three-quarter on top of that, which is your, your tongue and groove three-quarter. You square it up. Again, and actually you probably square up already when you do your so if they're backed up, I would square again um, when I put my sill plate on. So you square then, and that makes sure everything's square there, and then you square again before you start putting your walls up. You're going to put your walls up, then you're going to sheet the outside. When we put sheeting on, you've got braced up walls right now, right? Studs. Those studs are your verticals, right? When you put that sheet, you can put one sheet on a wall. And that wall is not going anywhere because you've got <coughs> six inches on center with your with your with your nails on the sides <coughs> and eight inches in the field on center. After that, we're going to lay out the trusses. What trusses go 24 on center? And we set those trusses. We sheet the roof after we frame it out. And that's a very watered down version of building a house on a good foundation. Yes, not not iron. I've never done iron before, so I'm sure it's easy enough, but whatever. I'll probably never do that. Um, so as you can see, it's, it's not easy, uh, and it takes a lot of time to do something like that. So we also have a foundation in Christ. Let's turn to um, sec, uh, 1 Corinthians 2 real quick. No, or you can either turn there or not turn there. It's, it's a really fast one. I can find it here. You say two? First Corinthians two, two. And this is Paul talking to the Corinthians. He said, "For I determined not to know anything among you, except Jesus Christ and Him crucified." That's the very watered-down version of our, of our foundation that we have in Christ. Jesus Christ and Him crucified. We have uh, the Son of God, born of a virgin. 
lived a sinless life, became a curse for us. So if we look at Galatians, I'm just going to read this real quick. You can write it down if you want to. Galatians 3.13, it says, Christ has uh, redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. And in parentheses, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. And what is the tree? The cross. Somebody said it. The cross. The tree of the cross. So he died on that cross. Rose again from the dead, defeating sin and death. He is now a bridge from us to God the Father. A mediator. We can trust that God knows what is best for us. In this we have the truth that we are going to live together forever after after we die in this life. We have salvation. <coughs> we know better right from wrong because now that foundation has been laid in our own hearts. And we have a compass. Now we'll get to more of this. This is just a general. We'll get to more of this as we, as we continue on. And God did this because why? Anybody know why God did that? That he sent his only son to die for us. Yeah. So that's we would be separated it. from God the Father. Yes, that's what I was really getting at. Exactly. He wanted to commune with us. He wants to be with you all the time. So why is a solid foundation important? These aren't exactly in order, and and this isn't an exhaustive list. This is just the things that I decided to talk about. Um, a solid foundation for us is important because of our relationship. Our relationship in our marriage, when the toothpaste doesn't get squeezed at the right place, or the toilet paper roll does not get put on the toilet paper roll thing the right way, which we all know it comes from underneath. Anybody else? Anybody else is wrong. I'm just saying. So, so in our in our marriage, it's you know number one. And I heard I heard this said here just recently that um, this was in anybody know who Sean Ryan is? Sean Ryan show. I know he knows. He, he was a he was a former Navy SEAL. And if you know me, I'm big on special forces stuff, guys. But anyway, uh, he interviewed um, a guy who was a former ranger, and he became a pastor. And he said that if you can love Jesus more than you love your wife or your spouse, you've got a chance in your marriage. I thought that was that's just an insight. I thought that was really good. I thought that was really good. So continue on relationships, neighbors. When we how we treat our neighbors, next door neighbor, the people you see on the street, the people. Is anybody from Texas? <laughs> Actually, it was really crazy. My neighbors across the way they left for Thanksgiving and went to Texas to help their and the, the husband parents get situated in assistance living, right? Living. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, she just called me this morning, um, and his father died. Oh. Anyway, and so. Um, 
I just popped in my head. I'm not sure what the part of that was, but from Texas. <laughs> gotcha. We said that already. Yeah, anyway, okay. if anybody ever wants to pray for them. Yes. Um, well, let me write that down real quick. Yeah. Let me let me write that down real quick, just so I don't get uh, get lost here. <laughs> What? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, what was your name? Sorry, James. Um, I don't know. Okay. And their father. Father died. Okay. All right. Very good. What I was about to say is like when you're following somebody to Texas place. For ten miles an hour yesterday, down North Pagosa, for six miles. <laughs> Just saying. And, and so, how do we, how do we, how do we treat our neighbors? It's, it's a foundation in Christ is paramount, and how we treat our neighbors, and how we want to be treated in our jobs and how we deal with uh, our work, how we deal with the people in our work, with our kids, for those of us that have kids, uh, relationally, um, you know, don't, what is it, don't uh, exacerbate your kids, don't, exactly. uh, I can't remember that word, anyways, don't frustrate your kids. Because I've done that. They don't come out. The word we use. Can we go back to that? I'm so confused. Don't frustrate your kids. Don't frustrate your kids, yeah. It's in Ephesians. Do you know where that's at? Ephesians 6. Ephesians, she's saying Ephesians 6. And you get more more context when you read the whole thing. It's just the word, that word came to me real quick. Um, so in relationships, and when we have that uh, foundation, we use more grace and humility in dealing with people. Number two, it can hold us steady during rough times. When you have that foundation and you're standing, not just have that foundation, when you're standing on that foundation that is Christ, then in rough time, when rough times come, yeah. Those walls you built on top there, they might be waving back and forth. But that foundation ain't going nowhere. Just look at the tornadoes that rip homes off of, off of foundations. You see that foundation move? You don't. Because it's always there. So when our health fails, what's going to happen? We still have that foundation. It's still there. What about when you get attacked by other people for believing in Christ? Build your family. We lose friends. We lose family. And if we don't have that foundation, it's important to have a, that, that solid foundation because if we don't have that, we're going to be lost. We're going to be going someplace else. We need it for when we get into trouble. If you got that foundation, yeah, I'm in trouble here, but I'm going to stand right here. I'm going to take my punishment, whatever it is. I'm going to 
use humility and grace for whoever it is I'm, I'm dealing with, and I'm going to still stand. In the end, I know that this foundation is good, and I'm still going to be here. What about when you read or watch the news? That is that is a choice. That is Gets us riled up a little bit, doesn't it? Like I used to be the stop you right there because we're going to get to that. Okay. Exactly what you just said. Yeah, watching the news, it can rile us up, right? You get us thinking about things that aren't important. Thinking about the things of this world. All that stuff is always going to be there. It doesn't. It just matters, whatever the talk, new talking point is. Five days from now, that's going to be gone and some are going to be on to something else. You know, you're just going to be worried about something else. But, We're still going to stand on this foundation. Number three. We know what is better and we want to do it. I'm not saying that we are going to do it. It's that we want to do it. And number four. We have a better sense of right and wrong. Right? When that foundation is there, and we'll get a little, we're going to go a little bit deeper into that here in a minute. We know a little bit better about what's right now. We can hear things on the news and we can say, oh, wait a second. You know, that, that sounds right, but there's just something not quite right about it. Bear with me, it shouldn't be a couple of more hours here. <laughs> well, you know, the foundation of this church was a sandbox in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the next foundation was the house over here, and now it's here today. You know. yeah. What um <coughs> so I'll ask you another question. What if what if we don't have that foundation in Christ? What what are some of the effects of that? You don't have the discernment that our Christian does. You don't have a foundation, which means you don't have a relationship with him. Well, I have a t-shirt that says, Got Jesus, because life is hell without him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. You say you need Jesus, like you need Jesus to go to Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, I put Jesus on overtime when I'm in that place. <laughs> <laughs> we have yes, Mark. I mean, without Christ in our life, you know, it's so easy to let whatever you're you might go towards, whether it be anger, you know, to just ruin you, or depression to suck you down. Yep. Uh, the foundation helps you to be able to 
process those things and then move out of it. Yeah. It keeps on crashing and burning. <laughs> I think it can lead us astray real easy. Kind of going through that right now with my sister. She's um she's not a believer. And when I say something that from someone who doesn't know Christ, it just definitely <coughs> moves that foundation to shake them and she's definitely touching on Yeah. It yeah. 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 My sister laughs at me every time. Yeah. She says I'm crazy and <coughs>
if you're sinning and you're always sinning and you step, you won't even know that you're all, you know what I mean? So, but when we as Christians do our own will instead of God's will, we step off like we get, we can get lost really quick. Sure. Yeah, we start to wonder, I think in those times, am I really saved? Is God really there? <coughs> we, we start lying to ourselves. We start wondering if that foundation is really there, but it is. How do we build on the foundation of Christ? Now, let me qualify this, so don't get me wrong. It's nothing that we do, okay? We're not, we're not doing anything. It's not our accomplishments, our awards, or anything like that. But how can we build on this foundation? We've got the foundation of salvation. We're standing on it. So after those J-bolts are already in, and we're now we're building on it. We're putting the sill plate on. We're putting our rim joist on. We're putting our eye joist in. What does that look like for us when we build? Reading the Bible, having study time with Him, growing your relationship with Him, going to church, being you know being right. around fellow like-minded Christians, right. hearing the word, being with Maybe until we take our material from God, which you're building a house out of. Not you constantly that material from right out of there. Yep. Nice, Bob. That was a nice way to put that. I hadn't thought of that. Um, just to go off on a small tangent real quick. This foundation in Christ, it exists whether you believe it or not. God's not looking for our approval. He doesn't need our approval to know that this foundation exists. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Yes. So, Christina, you said read God's word. Let's look at 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 real quick. Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen says, "All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work." <coughs> so we look into into God's Word. That's how we build on it. We gather together as we read, and we study, we meditate. We gather together knowledge. What does that knowledge lead to? It leads to understanding. What's that? Never mind. Okay. Um, that understanding will lead to what? Anybody? Wisdom. Wisdom. True. I mean, that's true. Same, same thing. Yes, wisdom is what I was looking for. Wisdom. <coughs> it gives us knowledge of who God is. 
God wants us to understand what he's doing and why he's doing it. And the only way we get that is right here. He also wants us to show wants to show us what the plans for he has he has for us. So I'm going to flip back to uh, Jeremiah 29:11. You can flip there or not. I'm just going to go ahead and read it. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. We find his plans for us. We find we find counsel. And he brings us to that place where we can we can trust him. It's truth. And contrary to our culture right now, truth is true whether we like it or not. So all things are possible because Christ was crucified. That's our foundation. Do you have it? Are you standing on it? Is it shaken? If you don't have it, you can have it right now, today. All you have to do is come to him with every all your junk. And don't worry, all of us have it. <laughs> yeah. You come to him with all your junk, all your pride, all your arrogance, your selfishness, all that stuff. He wants to hear about it. He wants to see you. He wants to meet with you. Today, right now, you can have that. And so I want to share one more with you. Um, Ephesians 6.13. I'm going to turn there real quick. Ephesians 6, 13 says, Therefore, and he's talking about the army here, but we're gonna, this will still preach, so no worries. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. And so, I'm asking you guys to stand on him. Stand on that foundation that is Christ. Read. Read His Word. Get it so deep inside of you that you, you can't even hold it anymore. I'm telling you, things will change. If you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> you just wait. Because it's going to happen. Alright, praise be to God. Let's... uh. Let's all gather around and uh, pray for one another.